everybody, it's Neil with the Dastardly Gentleman! And with me I have Frank! Say hi, Frank! Hey! And tonight, we're doing our regularly scheduled podcast for once! Podcast! <laughs> and this time we don't have a topic, but we're just gonna chit-chat about what's going on. If that's alright with you, go ahead and respond. If it's not. Alright, all right, yeah, let's do good. it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> You're not gonna respond, it's alright. So, what's been going on, Frank? Well, you know, not a whole lot. Um, I have been absolutely glued to the news lately. Yeah? I just, I can't, I can't not, you know? I mean, look, I'm not gonna get political. I'm just saying that every morning I roll out of bed and I check to make sure we still have a country or not. <laughs> It hasn't devolved into anarchy. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's like a it's like a daily train wreck. I I can't look away. I want to, but I can't. <laughs> I, I think I think that um, there's a certain you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names, but there is a certain orange person that um, I I think is the reason why I'm into Twitter now. Be, and, I, and I feel like someone's granddad because I'm like, I'm into the Twitter now. And it's literally because I just cannot, I cannot wait to see what else, what else comes up. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like, <coughs> oh, rage the malicious. Did you hear about the tsunami warning in the, in the, in the West coast? Isn't it? Is it tsunami if it's in that side, like, or is it, is that over in the uh, Atlantic? Uh, West Coast is still a tsunami. Okay. That's uh, well. I mean, there's been some crazy fucking nine point oh hurricanes. Earthquake. Yeah, that's what I meant. Look, I got you. I love you. So <laughs> I got you, you back. Just walk me the, through it. This is my um, first time. I know the. I think it was in Alaska. Alaska had tsunami warnings. Which is technically the West Coast, but you know the, it would it would extend further down for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I'm amazed that nothing nothing approached the other side with that level of magnitude of an earthquake. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Um, like I mean, like I know that it was in Alaska, but I haven't heard anything about the West Coast getting hit yet. So I'm surprised that like it hit all up there. It didn't get any further down if it was that bad in Alaska that Washington and uh, the northern parts of California didn't get hit. I think at this point that Cal that California can just tap out for natural disasters. It's just stop. You know, leave them alone. It's enough. Let them get back up. You know I what I'm mean, saying? Yeah, you got your landslides, you got your fires, you got your economy. <laughs> I mean, like, what the fuck? I mean, they gotta, they gotta back off California. They're having a bad time. And I'm not okay with it anymore. <laughs> Whistle while you work. Oh, Frank, why don't you chit chat here for a second? Oh, okay. So, uh, real talk though, tomorrow Monster Hunter World comes out. And I'm so, I'm pumped to watch it because I genuinely leave California alone nature the mother nature mother nature's been kind of a bitch to California recently 
I mean, for reals though, you walked into whatever conversation that we would like to make at Squeaky. I mean, this is an open to... forum where you can speak to the pro console. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it could be called a Q&A as well, if you want, if you want to lead it that way. No Star Wars jokes. Yeah, no Star Wars jokes. I think, I think the Star Wars jokes almost killed Neil. Feel free to do more Star Wars jokes. I, but really, though, Monster Hunter World, I'm actually excited for. And I'm not even going to play it. I'm pro- I, I might buy it if there's a special edition. Shut up, don't judge me. But like the, I, I don't think that'll actually end up playing it. But I will definitely end up watching it. And I think that that's going to be just as much fun. Because I used to sit there whenever like uh, whenever Monster Hunter first came out, I used to sit there and Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter like games like the the big boss hunt games like uh, Dauntless. Um, I used to love watching Ryan play those for hours. I don't know why, but like it was like it was so it was so monotonous and tedious. But it was like crack. I could just and I just couldn't stop. I don't know why. I don't know what. Maybe something stupid about my brain. But I start playing it and I become instantly sleepy. You guys hear about the new Pacific Rim? Like have. an Alabama soup kitchen. I I heard about the new Pacific Rim and I'm not excited about it because I didn't like the first one. Uh, the first one was just kind of. I I found it extremely boring. I was not I was not impressed with Pacific Rim one. I think I think John Boyega is in the in the new one. And I hope he does just as good of a job in Pacific Rim as he did in Star Wars. Which one? Yeah, the, the Last Jedi. Because yeah, he's actually pretty good in Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm waiting for, though? That Come Dragon on. Ball Z, baby. That Dragon Ball Z. That that Dragon Ball Z, baby. I'm so excited for that. That's that... another one where I'm gonna I'm gonna have more enjoyment watching it be played than actually playing it i hope it gets, i'm not a fighting game person i hope it gets competitive like I, i'm obviously it's probably going to get competitive but i hope it get hits the fucking uh evo tournament scene and to really my knowledge it, it already it already is like it's already being worked in there because i think there's already uh some tournaments i, I swear to god i read that there's already tournaments going for it i'm Man, not gonna worry about looking for it right now that would be sweet i i think i think that would be that would get me back into the tournament scene I think, so. uh, I think that you would have to play it all the time, and I think that that would be something that you should stream nonstop. It would be fantastic. Fantastic! I just need to quit my job, dude. Oh, there's that too. Shun the non-believers, Shun. Charlie. Shun. Yeah, like it's getting fantastic reviews. It's I don't know. Do you do you have a do you have a preferred character? Hmm. Probably Vegeta. I am the hype, <laughs> dude. Okay, so uh, the voice of the American voice of uh, Vegeta and Goku was it Sean Schimmel? Sean Schimmel and Christopher Sabat. Yeah, they uh, they did a Reddit AMA yesterday, <laughs> and uh, one of the questions asked to him was, "If there's anything about Dragon Ball Z you wish didn't exist, what would it be?" And they said, Dragon Ball Evolution. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But Dragon Ball Super is uh, ending uh, this anime season. Is it like the... I, I saw them say something about it, but is it ending like... Just the They're not uh, sure. English dub or... No, no. Um, 
the whole series is ending. But like, it, it's like they're not sure if Toriyama's gonna because it's doing so incredibly well. Yeah, it's fucking Dragon Ball. But like the, they're not sure if he's gonna end it at like you know the series is over mm-hmm. or if he's going to uh, that's the end of Dragon Ball Super and then start for something else like Dragon Ball. I don't know, Ultra Super Omega, Z, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Super Z. I would fight a guy. <laughs> I would. I would just fight a guy. I. I. You know, I don't know. Like I. I tried really hard to watch it. Uh, I watched. I think I got like twenty episodes in. I. F- I feel like that's a fairly good. A fairly good exactly. go. But yeah. I just got to a point where I'm like, I don't care anymore. Listen, Dragon Ball Z has never been good on plot. It's all about the action. I think I've become spoiled on on really plot heavy animes, because now whenever I watch stuff like you know like Pokemon uh, and then um, Dragon Ball, I just can't I just can't find myself giving a shit anymore because I'm like you know it's like I said in a, in a previous podcast whenever like if you actually break Goku's character down, his whole character is built around Amstrong. And he's just a gi with muscles. And then, you know, as the show progresses, you put muscles on top of those muscles. And then whenever he gets stronger, there are more muscles that shoot lasers. And then he's just a mass of muscles that fire lasers in every direction. And then that's that's Goku's that's Goku's entire, like, you know, um, character evolution as a driving force of the show. Literally, Puar, the fucking cat, has more personality than Goku. <laughs> Well, Goku is basically like, uh, basically like the John Cena of Dragon Ball, you know? No, because John Cena also has a sense of humor. Sure. Goku's so Goku's so fucking stupid. He doesn't even have that. Listen, this is why I don't like Goku. This is why people don't like John Cena in the wrestling world. People love John Cena outside the wrestling world because I don't know. Let's be free, let's be real here. He's holds the Guinness World Record of uh, wishes for Make a Wish Foundation. So how can you hate the guy? Seriously, but. I can hate him. You can hate anybody, Frank. That's true. Um, but he, in in the wrestling world, he doesn't lose ever, and that's boring. So that's true. They're like, oh, look, it's John Cena. I wonder who's gonna win. Oh, he's like seventy-five and zero, and he does that's the same the, shit. That's one of the things that I actually liked about uh, the other shonen anim- uh, anime, like. Uh, Naruto, Bleach, and, and One Piece. There are a lot of times where like they pull out like an unbelievable victory, and you're like, man, by the skin of his teeth, like Goku. You know, Goku like sometimes he'll win, but he's like shaking, and he's like, you can't see, it. Uh, get me out of here, and sends you yeah. me, and, and then he's fine. But like he almost lost, but he never really loses. I mean, like unless you can consider like a pyrrhic victory, where like he kills himself in the process of killing the other guy, but he technically still fucking won. But in, like, Bleach and Naruto, people fucking lost. People died. Like, the good guys died. Yeah. And and there was a lot of that where you're like, you know, oh, he'll be fine. He'll make it. And then they die or, or they get their asses whipped. And you're like, oh, now what's I, expected him, I expected him to be much stronger. Like, he, the commander in Bleach, uh, when, he, when he, like, fucking bites it, I was just like, I'm motherfucker dead, and I cannot believe that just happened. Have you ever played a game where you thought, like, you're playing, like, the main character, right? And then all of a sudden you die. 
And then the story just goes on. You just play as somebody else from now. <laughs> like, what's it, what's it called? It was a zombie game. It was like a state of something or other. Uh, state of Decay? State of Decay, that's the one. I was playing it, and you start off as a black guy, and he's got the baseball hat and everything. And you're just playing it. And you get fucking chopped in half with a chainsaw by these hillbillies. I'm like, oh shit! Well, I guess I gotta start over from the last checkpoint. No! You're back at the base, people are mourning your death. And you're somebody else now. I'm like, what? That blew did, did my you, mind. Did you ever watch uh, Gurren Logan? No. Do we still have the spoiler thing? Yeah, hold on. Ready? Okay, okay, hold on. Spoilers. Okay. Announce it, Frank, while I find the thing. Okay. Right now, we're discussing spoilers for Tevin Gurren Logan. Go! <laughs> Alright. Okay, so like halfway through like the series, you follow you follow the main character, the older, the older, taller bravado guy. Like he's he's basically testosterone with sunglasses. And he's the guy who screams cool shit like, you know, don't believe in you, believe in the me that believes in you. And I love that fucking line. It's a great line. And he's he's intense, he's powerful, and he is the central character. And then they fucking kill him. <laughs> he dies like halfway through the fucking show. And you're like, you, you literally, because he dies, and he dies. I mean, he goes out cool, don't get me wrong, but I mean, he fucking dies. What was the name like, of the show again? Gurren Logan. Okay. Yeah, never he, he fucking dies. And like, he, he dies, yeah, it's cool, but at the same time, you're like, you followed this, this story knowing that this was the main character. And then you, you get to where he's dead, and you're like, what? What just happened? I don't understand. You know, I mean, like, because there are some characters that you just kind of like, you become accustomed to, and then you just assume that they're invincible. I mean, like, if you ever watch a Game of Thrones, you've you've been you've grown out of this. Yes. So I mean, like, you know, you now know within reason that nobody is safe. I always feel that way. Now I cannot watch a show without going. I really hope they live. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I mean, they're it really make it. Really depends on the show. I mean, Game of Thrones. Yeah, you're. It could be anybody's number at that time. But then you watch like The Walking Dead. There are certain characters that will not die, period. Dude, that poor little teenage boy that got fish hooked by like a whole horde of zombies. I was surprised. Yeah, but I was surprised. He was like a nobody. I know, but that's not the point. I mean, he just joined him. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's like, hey, I'm gonna join the white that oh fuck. And then over. And then um did you ever watch um I know like I'm sorry, this is my weed moment. Um if you did you watch uh, Madoka Magica? All right, this is another spoiler warning, but you don't have to put the thing up because I don't, don't. I doubt anyone's going to watch it. Basically, they're all elementary school girls that are fighting kind of like a um, um, like demons and shit, but they're like seven. And this one girl has been doing it for a while, and she she meets up with the two new girls, and she's trying to explain stuff to them, and she shows off her cool abilities. Pa pa pa! She can summon an infinite number of guns, witches. Thank you. She can summon an infinite number of guns, and she's fighting them, bang, 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 bang. And then she strikes this cool pose, and she's like, yeah, I'm really glad to have some help. And then something tears her fucking head off. I mean, like, it straight up grabs her and just bites her head clean off of her body. And I was like, oh, oh, she's like seven. She did. Oh, my Jesus, that thing ate her. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, bitch, you did. What's wrong? It was, it was, I mean, it was surprising because, like, it was one of those, like, you know, you don't expect. So, like, Sailor Moon, 
meets up with with Sailor Mercury, and they're like Sailor Venus, and then someone hits her with a fucking car. I mean, like you just you don't expect that kind of shit. It just happens. Yeah, dude. That along with like the deaths that are that just make you disappear. Like you're no longer on this plane, on this planet. You're just disintegrated or whatever. Like, okay, so I was watching Spider-Man: Homecoming the other day. And, uh, what's his face? Birdman. Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh-oh. He just fucking picks up one of the guns, one of their, uh, futuristic other dimension guns, and shoots a guy. He's like, oh, I thought this was a freeze ray. And he fucking disintegrates the <laughs> shit out of him. He just, like, ceases to exist. And that just, that just kills me. Like, it's just like the... You ever watch Breaking Bad? <laughs> Adobe one. Nice. Um... If you ever watch Breaking Bad, they have a method of disposing of bodies in that show, mm. which they basically dip you in a tub full of acid, and you just disappear. You become one with the acid. And oh. and it's like, okay, well, Batman had a family. <laughs> they, oh they can't find your body ever. <laughs> like, Makes notes. <laughs> like... Holy shit! It's like you, the, their, your family's gonna be forever. Like, where did he go? Is he coming back? <laughs> Send out search daddy, parties. Is Daddy coming home? No. No, he's liquid now. <laughs> liquid. <He's> drinkable. <laughs> liquid. Metal Gear. Ugh. Yeah, that that always just. I mean, like, oh, the horrific deaths where they're like ripped into pieces. Oh yeah, that's you know that's one thing. But then. The ones where you're no longer recognizable as human anymore. Those, those are, are the favorite. ones that fucking, they hit me in the heart. <laughs> I love those. I do. Do you remember, um, do you, you, you watched you watch The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Remember when like, they killed T-Dog? Yes. He oh just, my god. Yeah, he, they just ripped him open Literally like a Literally tore apart. I mean, like... <laughs> You know, they keep, you come around the corner and you're like, oh my sweet Jesus, all that meat used to be T-Dog. <laughs> like, these, these fucking zombies, they they can't push down a, you know, barricaded door, but as soon as they touch flesh, it's like hot knives through butter. <laughs> you know what, I, and I wonder about that, because I mean, like, I, look, I've been pinched before. I've had people, like, grab me before. I never felt like anyone would have near, like, the, the grip strength to just clean tear into my body right and just like remove like whole like not just like not just like you know tear some skin off but i mean like tear some skin off dig in get their fingernails into the meat of your arms and just like skin you like not a skin you have but like bone you like a fucking chicken i never felt like people would be able to do this that plus like think about this what's what's one of the first things that falls off when you die when your fingernails come off so google Fingernails and hair? One of the, aren't those well, one your, of the first? Your hair, your finger... Actually, I think your fingernails can be to go. Do your fingernails fall Please. off after death? What happens to my hair and nails after death? Uh, no, they still stick on. Oh, okay. Yep. I'd imagine they wouldn't be able to stick on after, you know. I don't know. But anyways, 
I was trying to make a point. I guess uh, Google proved well, me wrong. They um, because like your body dehydrates, and then so like it, it appears as as though they are growing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't actually grow, but because you're dehydrating, it looks like they're growing, just like your hair. It seems like it's growing, but it's not. And so basically, like until you're completely desiccated, your fingernails will remain attached to your body. Ew. Mm-hmm. Well, all right then. Never mind. WikiLeaks. L O L. So yeah, I I I'm not I I another show that like kind of like contemporary like Breaking Bad and and The Walking Dead that people were going nuts about is Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. And I got up to like season five before I got just just kind of disgusted with the whole thing. And I was so tired of the show yeah. that I'm like, I can't keep watching it. I was I was literally forcing myself to get through every episode. I was so sick of it. Because they I'm like, you guys kill people that you don't need to kill, and it and it alerts the fuzz. But then you don't kill people that you could easily kill and make a month and make a profit off of them being removed. But you don't. Why? I'm upset by this. I mean, like, look, look, maybe it's because I grew up watching The Godfather and shit to where, like, it was always about money. It was never about being, like, you know, personally involved. And these guys literally make every decision with their dick or their heart. And, and I'm like, that is a disgusting way to try to run a business. And it's <laughs> yeah. offensive to me. Because I'm like, you're trying to grow a criminal empire and you keep hiring the dumbest fucking people on the planet to run these deals like they get like that stupid ass kid that you know he's like a he's a fucking aspect or a prospect and they um he's an aspect he's the aspect of the motorcycle game <laughs> he's a fucking prospect and they're like go make a deal with the nines and try to sell all these m4s i'm like why the fuck would you send him that is the dumbest thing i have ever heard of in my life you send someone with him or you send him with someone don't send just the new guy be like I know you've been here for 24 hours, but we need you to go do some highly illegal shit. It's just like our VTM campaign. <laughs> it's dumb. I mean, yeah, it's it's like our VTM campaign. If you're trying to like purposely get a bunch of people killed like me, in which case, bravo, you know, well done, mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah. But I found most of the show, I found most of the show to be like kind of like offensive, not in like the you know I was offended by that, but just because it was stupid. I don't like stupid crime. I don't like stupid criminals. I find that I find it annoying. I do. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna make a show about crime, I don't know. I, I got nothing. The, these, like, okay. What about that one show? Where Thanks. It, it was like it was Pro a cops. Pronoun game. Huh? <laughs> Pronoun game. The, it was the cop show or like those uh, stupid criminals or whatever. Like, <laughs> you remember that show? It was basically cops, but it was the stupid criminals edition of it, where like they basically confessed their crime on accident or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was just cops where like they would like trick them into shit. Yeah. And like, and they would just be able to like, like, no, no, man, I didn't steal that bike. I was too busy killing Jerry. Damn it! Oh shit! Bodies over there. <laughs> Or they try and jump a fence and they lose their pants in the process and they're running yeah. bare ass naked. Yeah. I, Speaking of cop shows, what do you think about Reno 911? 
I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I loved that show. I loved that show so much. It was... Man, I don't even know how to describe it. Because I found every episode to be incredibly entertaining. And I hate slapstick, generally speaking. But the way they delivered it was so f- perfect. Oh, yeah. To, especially considering that like a lot of the people that they had that weren't like the cops that were just the 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 citizenry that were involved with the police played it so real and so deadpan that that's what made it probably the best I have a buddy that ended up on world's dumbest criminals i would love to hear that story i, I think if i had a buddy that ended up on the world's dumbest criminals they would no longer be my buddy <laughs> i think that's probably my, my maybe that's why it's in past, past tense <laughs> Had. I, no, he's had. I, I had a buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, it should be a past tense because I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to admit to that. <laughs> Dude, one of the things about Reno 911 was that, like, okay, so the cops were stupid, but the criminals were even more stupid. <laughs> like, which, which is like mind-numbing. You know, like how can you? How can you even? But some of the criminals were fucking brilliant. Like, what was it? There was that one episode where. Uh, they were chasing this guy. I can't remember his name. He had like a infamous name because he was a car thief or whatever, and he drove really fast. But anyway, so he's fucking driving down an alley or not an alleyway, a valley. It was like a two lane highway. Fucking takes off over the hill, and they're like, you know what? That's a dead end. He's gonna come back this way. So they put up a roadblock. They put up the spike strip and everything, and then he fucking just comes. From the other side and ramps off the one of the hills on the valley. <laughs> like that son of a bitch, just go get him. And they all run over the spike strip. <laughs> well, I like. I think my my favorite, my favorite uh, thing that they ever did was um, <laughs> ride to the bar. That's that's definitely not smart. Vicky, I'm um, cringing on the inside. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I uh I there was an episode where like the guy called and he was crying to the to the to the black cop and he's like my dog he's he's in the bag he's dying I need you guys to, could you be could you help me just help me put him down and the cops like crying with him he's like yeah no we'll we'll help you I will help you the, the dog is all back there barking I'm like oh he's so sick he doesn't even recognize me anymore and then uh He's like the cops, like All right, look away, look away, just just look away. And then he's like holding hands with the, you know, they're hugging the other the other cop, and the the black cop pulls out his gun. He's crying. He's like, I'm sorry, bud. Pop, pop. And the guy is like, let's go. He goes, ah, thanks, guys. And then goes back into the other house that was next door. <laughs> and the dude from that house comes out screaming, "You shot my dog!" <laughs> I was fucking dying. Yeah, that's I mean, hilarious. You, you could put crime scene tape around me. I couldn't move. I was just. <laughs> Snot. It was. It was the worst. Worst. Best. Or they try to. They try to save a cat by get you know trying to catch this cat, and the cat fucking tries to jump to the cop but slips, and he falls right into the AC unit right through the top. <laughs> there was this like jet of blood. <laughs> Again, forget it. Uh, I was just. I mean, just I hyperventilated. I'm pretty sure I turned blue. Yeah, I need to get like one of those AED defib machines <laughs> for my old man heart. Yeah, that show was fantastic. Uh, dude, what's coming out like video game wise that you wanna that you wanna be in on? Well, 
I really want to be on the fucking Star Trek VR thing, but I don't want to be a buy a VR headset. There's, <coughs> they're so expensive. Yes, they are. <coughs> like I am, I, I can't get into the Star Wars MMO. I just can't. It's Which just, one? The Star Wars Online. That's Star Wars. Star Trek Online. Oh yeah. Um. But. Because it's just like grindy, and I don't want it to be grindy. I just want to explore, and you know, you can you could do that, and it it can be a lot of fun. Um, I find that I find the game enjoyable, obviously with friends, but there there is that the Star Trek element to it is rather neat, and I like being able to go to the randomly generated planets, especially now that shit is stable. But the uh, my I guess like my only beef with it is that I don't fully understand or appreciate like how some of the ships are supposed to function mm-hmm. because like you have like your tanky ships and you have like your dps ships and they have like your science ships but like the science ships are they're not like they're not like healers because it's you pretty much want to try to have like your holy trinity where like your your uh tactical ships are the smaller faster pew pew more like a jet fighter yeah excuse me and then like your engineering ships are your tanks basically and then your your Science ships are pretty much like your your doc your uh, your healers, but the the shit's on like a super long cooldown. So I mean, like you you have to be able to basically manage your shit on your own while being part of sometimes a bigger group. And in the very beginning, the game was incredible for a lot of reasons. The the least of which is that a lot of times the the instances would scale depending on how many people were present. So like whenever the game first came out and it was just packed. There was a, a a mission to fight the Klingons at a starbase, mm-hmm. and what, what we spawned in, there was like thirty players or something like that, and it would spawn in five times whatever spawned in for you, oh. for the enemy, and it, it's like an assortment of like bird of prey's and and uh, Katang battle cruisers, and so like you you spawn in and you see like just this field of this flotilla of nothing but Klingon warbirds and and all the other kind of stuff. And it was fucking amazing because it was like you, you had like the, the defiant types were zooming in and out. Like I had to, I, I was using the, the Enterprise D style ship. So like I was like kind of like more like, you know, going kind of like low and slow, uh, providing cover uh, and, and a break point for like a lot of the, the heavy fighters and the uh, the science frigate. I had like a science frigate like right behind me healing me and stuff. And it was just, it was amazing. Because like you do like the fire, the the photon spread. But now like they got like a bunch of weird fucking ships where like it's not just the, because uh, the, before it used to just be the, the Klingons and the Federation where it was pretty much like Horton Alliance. And now they've got the Romulans because of uh, the new Star Trek movie. So now you've got the Romulan Star Empire and then uh, the Federation and the Klingons were all three basically opposing factions but now they're all interchangeable and like you can have klingons on federation property and same thing with like federation personnel can go down to you know uh the klingon space stations yeah and i'm not really sure how i feel about that because i'm like i don't they're, they're like the lore part of it is that the that the war is over and like the the story has progressed from from point a to point b and right now there's not even a war going on because like they they resolved all the stories and i think i do think that's cool and I like that there's so many things that you can do that don't involve combat where you actually have to solve puzzles. And some of the shit's fucking really complicated. And like, and like depending on like how good your science skill is or how good your engineering skill is, you can uh, approach a problem with different solutions besides just shoot this thing until it opens. So like, it, it's it's cool. It's cool to me. 
in that way where you can you, you actually have to have a certain level of engineering skill to like open up this gate because you've got to like mess with the the power flow and then you've got to solve a puzzle here and then over here and then you have to like remember like you know how you connected the power flow in order to get the the, the door to open i mean that kind of shit's neat to me the space crazy. combat is what you're the space combat is what you're there for and, and but like they've got like so many fucking bizarre ships now that I that I don't understand that I I don't I'm not completely down with like you have like gem Hadar ships now. Did you watch Deep Space Nine? I got through like the first season I think. Okay, well the gem Hadar are like later season uh, DS Nine. Uh, they're the Dominion, and that was like the big time enemy in DS Nine that ran for, I think from season two to the end, and. I, and, I, and, I, and I fly in to to space dock Earth and I look, and there's like this giant fucking Romulan warbird, and I was like, weird. And then there's this great big fucking Jem'Hadar carrier, and I'm like, extra weird. I'm like, I don't know what's happening now. This has no consistency whatsoever. Just throwing shit out there now. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, and they're making shit. They're making ships up, which is fantastic because it gives like a lot of variety yeah. to what you can do. Like they got the um. They have the the Federation Jupiter, which is this massive carrier that has like a ton of uh, has a ton of forward guns on it. But its biggest thing is that it can produce a shitload of ships, little tiny ships that can pew pew, and and oh. you pretty much don't go anywhere. You just let the little ships do all your fighters things. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, this thing is a complete StarCraft ripoff. Yeah, I mean, because it, like it's really it's like it's like egg shaped, but like it kind of tapers down, mm. and it's got two. It's got like the like four big pylons along the side. And I was like, that's a carrier. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I mean, look, I know what you're doing. And I understand. That's okay. But you should probably try to like, I don't know, change it up a little. Don't make it look exactly like a carrier from StarCraft. <laughs> you know something, Frank? That gives me an idea. Oh, yeah? You know, I was saying that, uh, well, you know how I was saying We've been playing a Vampire the Masquerade, and uh, once your characters die because you do stupid shit, we might move on to uh, the Star Wars tabletop. Oh, yeah. But yeah. how about a Star Trek tabletop? Oh, I'm so down. <laughs> I think I might be the only one, though. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie. i got a captain's uniform in my closet. You have to wear it every time. I will. I will. I've even got the the four the four pins. Fucking nerd. <laughs> super nerd, dude. Super nerd. I've got Star Trek books. I've got Star Wars books. Look, don't even. Don't even. <laughs> My nerd street cred is unbelievable. I've also been to a Star Trek convention. How was it? Tell me all about. It. I want to hear it. It was actually awesome. Yeah. Uh, the people there were incredibly fun, and they were very nice, and they were all very um, pleasant to each other and um welcoming and you could talk them talk to them about literally anything That's you could ask them you could ask them about their their costumes and they would give you like the whole history of not only how they made it but what it represents in the show and then like all the lore behind it was uh marina sirtis there she was oh and God, she yes. is a foul-mouthed little bitch and i love her she is so incredibly funny and she is vulgar good Good. She, she talks is, dirty. Oh yes. <laughs> she is like she is hysterically terrible. 
Oh man, like, I love Marina Sirtis. I think she, she was talking about fucking Patrick Stewart, and she was was talking about how like in the beginning, you know, like now he's got like this big sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But when he was originally in the show, like when they first started working together, uh, he didn't have a sense of humor at all. Like he would actually get mad if people were joking around on set, yeah, because cause... like he he said he flat said that if you know it's not in your contract to have fun. <laughs> and, but then they basically beat it out of him. Jonathan Frakes apparently is really big on trying to like really have fun between takes Good. because they did their characters. They did their characters super like uh, super efficiently and they made the show fantastic. And the, and the, the dynamic between all the characters was wonderful. Uh, Brent Spiner and Gates McFadden were hysterical with each other, but they, they eventually melted down Patrick Stewart to where like now he is fucking ridiculous. And he he's like, embraced that, and he and he's now extremely funny. But I guess like, like during like one part, she kind of like took him back because I guess she called him a knob. <laughs> and, I, and I find that beyond hysterical. That is hysterical. <coughs> Dude, That's I British th- for dick, by the way. I think um, I think Marina Sirtis gave me my first boner. I'm pretty just, sure she did. Just so you guys know, now you can't unknow that. But can you blame me, really? I mean, Tasha, Tasha Yar for me. Tasha, oh no, she's she's too well, wait, trashy for me. Here's a th- look. Shut up. First of all, <laughs> like that was like that that episode where she got in that fucking like like naughty ass negligee was so unexpected. It was a surprise boner. I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's happened to me? <laughs> what is this thing in my pants? I can't walk right for some reason. Uh, Look, for some reason, uh, Deanna Troy was the only one allowed to wear anything other than regulation uniform. <laughs> that always showed her titties. Because she bitched, according to her, she bitched until they let her use it, so they let her wear it. Yeah. And I guess like the reason why they ended up um, in different uniforms in the movies is because uh, because of her and Gates McFadden, because they were they wanted them to wear like the um, the original. Uh, next generation type mm-hmm. outfits, which were um, a, a, I guess like they were like a majority of like a neoprene, mm-hmm. so like they were like very very hot and sweaty, and they hated them. And then uh, Marina Sirtis just went, "Well, I'm not wearing it. What are you gonna do? You know, so you're gonna you're gonna have to figure something out." And then so they ended up giving them the 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 uniforms from DS9 that are all cotton because her friend is Terry Farrell, which oh. who was on DS9. And so, because Terry Farrell was like, oh, these costumes are the best. They're all cotton and they breathe so well. And she's like, well, isn't that fucking awesome? Listen, I'm Leonard Nimoy was a boss. Leonard Nimoy's the best. I love Leonard Nimoy so much. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Did you know that they actually used to send Leonard Nimoy? Uh, they, so, like, uh, professors and uh, theorists at MIT and uh, Berkeley used to send Leonard Nimoy their theses in uh, astrophysics and uh, theoretical quantum physics for ha- to have him look him over. And he, because they couldn't, at the time, they couldn't differentiate between actor and and Spock. So, right. I mean, like, th- 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 he's like, so he would, they would bring him to him, and he was always super cool about it, where, like, he would look, he would actually read him. You know, like, mm-hmm. And he would do it 100% in Spock's character, and he'd be like, I believe that you're on the right track. And then that's all he would say. He would make it super vague. So like they'd be like, "Fuck yeah," and they'd be ready to go out and, and, and do their thing. But he you know, he's like, "I have no idea what I'm looking at. I'm an actor. I wrote a song about Bilbo." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like he knows nothing about quantum physics. 
Yeah, I mean, they do a pretty good job of uh, scripting it so it sounds like scientific, <laughs> but it's yeah. all a bunch of bullshit. I mean, I don't, that's one of the things I liked about Star Trek, though, is they, they did kind of go beyond the, the realms of what we can do, but not too far. Yeah, and they made it plausible. I mean, yeah. and, and, and they, they did this entire documentary where they, they talked about the technology that we have right now being almost entirely responsible, or almost entirely as, as a result of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Because Gene Roddenberry was like, they I wonder, like, they would probably have a communicator in the future that you could hold in your hand. Yeah. It would be like a telephone that you hold in your hand and it doesn't have a wire or anything. And then now we have cell phones. Yes. It's, it's shit like that. I'm That's wonderful to me that, like, you know, they they were so close to what we can actually do to have people actually go, I think I could probably actually make one of those. And yeah. That blows my mind because it's so close to being something attainable versus Star Wars, which is like, I have an laser gun and ship that makes noise in space. <laughs> and, and laser and, sword. And that's, laser sword. That stops right and, here somehow. <laughs> yeah, and telekinesis, you know. And I can read your mind and whatever. See, because uh, th those are obviously unattainable. But, I mean, Star Trek is actually grounded in our on our actual reality. Sorry. Right. About the future. I, mean, I think it, one of the things I loved about Star Trek versus Star Wars 2 is that, like, Star Trek is built, is predicated on actual hope. Not just saying it a whole bunch of times and hoping that you kind of get the gist. It is actual hope. Where, you know, we've done away with materialism. We've done away with races. We've done away with, with, with poverty and hunger. We've actually moved out in the stars. Things are fucking nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, we went from shit with World War Three to fucking nice. <laughs> like real nice. Like real nice. Things actually happen. You have a holiday. You can totally jerk off with somebody. I mean, like, they don't even know that it's them. I mean, it's in the logs, anyway. but whatever. You know, it's fine. No, it's fine. Gonna look at that shit. You just, you just take a marker and you just scratch it out. You're like, why did you, why were you in the Avatar program for like seven hours? Look, shut up. Don't. You, don't do you really want to know? Do you want to see what I was doing? I'll show you. <laughs> it's not Hold pleasant. On. Grab my ankles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like, I mean, we as a species, we as a you know a race, human race, moving forward and making things better, like as the standard of living. But together, not like some people get it good and some people are still in the fucking you know the dark ages over there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, and I, I think that's I think that's one of the things that really drew me to Star Trek the most because it, it showed you that it didn't matter where you were from; everyone was human, and everyone had everyone could contribute if they wanted to, and everyone had something valuable that they were a part of. And it was always about something bigger than just a one person. And then everybody would work together, and there was all this, you know, the interspecies would would work together, and then we'd make like a universe and and protect each other. It, it, and it was it was always so cool to me that you would have these people that would look out for each other regardless of like you know because like you had you know you had fucking Worf you had um, uh, Troy she wasn't human uh, Data's a fucking android Spock was uh, a Vulcan you know uh, uh, Scotty was Scotch Canadian so I mean like, <laughs> <laughs> which is basically an at, alien which is basically an alien I mean and, and everybody looked out for each other and everybody had had. You know, they they all had like this this kindred spirit to to look out for one another that that you don't have in other sci-fi medium. No, it's look always at Warhammer. About the... Look at Warhammer. If you're not human, you're fucking evil. I mean, like, if you're not human, we're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> okay. 
Your Xenos trash. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know, man. Like, all the freaking movies nowadays or the sci-fi movies is about one dude or one a couple of dudes that are just one fucking man, awesome. One desire. And, and the rest of the plebeians just get in the way. Like, I've they, gotta fucking save you again. Jesus. <laughs> they're literal cannon fodder. Yes. Because, like, so, in Star Wars, it makes sense because, like, the, the story was built on, you know, like, this Arthurian-style uh, mythos. And and I get that, but but Star Trek was always about like a group of people, mm-hmm. and, and I found that to be much more interesting because every episode is like the fucking Avengers, right? Because they're like you see like a problem coming in, and you're like you see like these security guys are like, oh god, I don't know what to do, and then here comes War, fucking big old Klingon dick swinging. Everyone else has got a fucking uh, a, a phaser, and he's got a bat left, and he kills at least five times more than anyone else in the room. He's like picking up dudes and throwing them. Fuck you. I'm I'm Worf. You know, I'm here to solve this shit. Because he's really good at what he does. But it's not supernatural. No. It's just, he's just he's very strong. Really fucking good. And he's a species that, you know, is stronger than humans. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I love, I love that dynamic in it. That war, like, they would play to their strengths and nobody was like, well, yeah, you could do that because you're Klingon. That's not fair. No, the he's just saved you you're welcome and that too i mean they <laughs> and the races have their pros and cons it's not yeah. just they're amazing and without any downside to it no Klingons are really big assholes and they are very hot-headed and they'll fucking move at a moment's notice and, then and they're technologically your... stunted yeah so i mean <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like cavemen yeah, I mean they've got because they, they it's just like it's just like in actual Sparta where like you had an entire society dedicated almost entirely to one vocation or at least having the the majority of their free citizenry dedicated to one vocation which was the the main the maintenance of a of a free army to overlook the the lower the lower masses so you had like one one small force overlooking like a, like a in any a greater larger workforce which is pretty much what the Klingons did. And as a result, just like with just like in Sparta, they end up with a very small force that isn't fucking very good at anything anyway, because they all think that they're the best and they don't bother to actually train ever. So then like they end up like with shit ships, shit warriors, and they end up getting killed fucking nonstop because they think they are the best. Yeah. And then everyone kills them. Yeah. That is a real Like they really think so con. poorly of the Romulans. <laughs> yeah. They think of they think so poorly of the Romulans and the Rom because the Romulans are all scientists and nerds and shit, and the Romulans kill them fucking hand over fist. Oh yeah. Like nonstop. Because they outthink them, they've outperformed them. <laughs> and they're really it's, it's mad terrible. about it. Romulans love killing Klingons. Yeah, they're I, I imagine it's because it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> because they're basically they're basically Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, they're dudes with bats. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, they they, they do have some great ships, but because they're they're built for one thing, they go pew pew. But that's it. I mean, like, they're they're the usefulness ends. But I mean, you know, e- even so, technologically, each one of them being inferior to the majority of the Federation ships. Right. So. We should probably stop talking about Star Trek because I could literally talk about it all night. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, and 
We've been doing a lot lately. Um, obviously, as you might have noticed, our schedule has changed a bit. Uh, we did change it around so that we could do this a little bit more consistently. I know we were missing a few weeks from time to time, and that was that's you know unacceptable. But uh, thank you all for sticking with it and supporting us. That being said, uh, our buddy Jeremoya is uh, doing some art for us. We're going to have a whole new intro soon. We're going to have new banners. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited awesome. about it. I'm really excited, too, because I think a lot of the stuff that he's that he's come up with has, has been really nice. And I know that I've gotten a lot of compliments about his artwork uh, on the channel, and a lot of people have asked me a lot of questions about, like, you know, hey, where do you get your art? So, you know, we get it from Jer. So now you've seen him in his hobo glory. Yes. And his homeless beard. In case you didn't know, and there's a lot of people, even people that are, like, very close to us, that don't know what some of us do. Um, a lot of the uh, theme songs and music that is uh, on this channel, on this podcast, I make from scratch. And uh, all of our artwork is done by Jeremiah. Like, all of it. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're not exactly, you know, going out and copying and pasting this shit. And I am, I'm just the no talent asshole that, you know, just is overly opinionated about fucking literally everything. Look, Frank, I told you before, I'll say it again. You're the talent. <laughs> I can't I'm, do this myself. Did you guys see when I did a solo podcast? It was fucking awful. It was, but I was watching anyway because I love you. Aww. <laughs> I was watching and, um,. My my daughter was telling you to be quiet. Oh, that sounds about right. Your your yes, daughter's mean was... to me. I mean, apparently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, my my kids are starting to get on board with streaming, so that's gonna be fun. Good, good, good. Yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna be doing a lot more streaming here pretty soon, especially um, since Ryan's got the um, Monster Hunter World, which I hope he'll be streaming because I'd watch the shit out of that. Um, I definitely want to start streaming uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z because it's been so long, so long <laughs> since I've had a good fighting game. Speaking of which, did you see uh, on the 16th Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition came out? Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about it. No, but I've been waiting for an arcade edition or like Street Fighter Five Super or Ultra or whatever to come out because I don't want to buy all these fucking characters individually. So. I'm waiting for the collection to come out so I can upgrade instead of buying $6 at a time. Oh, yeah, that, that's fair. Oh, is it not on PC? Shit. That sucks. Might have to get you one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we might have to get you one. I've been thinking about getting one, too, because I really want to start up Street Fighter 3 again, but it, uh, <coughs> it it's really only stable on... Um, Xbox 360 right now. So. Yeah. PC comes yeah. out this year. You know what I'm waiting for? And I'm surprised it's not out yet. Um, Final Fantasy 15. I really want to play that. Do you? Yeah, but I don't want to buy a PS4. So uh, oh. it needs to come out to PC here already. Wasn't the, wasn't the, like the last Final Fantasy port just absolutely terrible um 
I don't know. I seem to recall that uh, that it was. I can't. Oh my god, I can't remember what the hell it was. What the hell it was. Was it? Never mind. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, probably. Was the one with the pink-haired girl? Yeah, yeah, with uh, what's her name, Lightning or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was some sort of like, you know, atmospheric disturbance because she sucks. Yeah, I honestly, since I kind of stopped playing Final Fantasy, I, I played four through nine religiously. Played ten for a little bit. Stopped playing ten because. Smart. I mean, it was a, it looked beautiful, but the story was just retarded. Um, and then I really didn't care for the leveling system either. And then eleven came out, which was the first online Final Fantasy. I was all stoked for that shit. But then, it was a MMO in in a fashion that you had to group with people. You had to, or you will die. Like, after level 11, if you don't group with people, you die. And that was the first time I experienced de-leveling. Which, I mean, I knew that was a thing in EverQuest, but I never got into EverQuest. Oh my god, it was the worst experience. Dude, I wanted to die in real life every time I de-leveled. I'm like, fuck this game. (laughs) How long did it take you to to get it back? Um... A while. I mean, it took a long time to get to 11. It took like seven or eight hours to get to a level 11. To get to level 11? Yeah. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> so it... I was I was level 56, and I I I got to so I was 56. I just got to 56. It would usually take you anywhere between four to six hours to get one bubble out of six bubbles of experience in EverQuest, and then when you died, you lose a bubble and a half. Uh, it was literally soul crushing. So I mean, like those few instances where somebody would actually like voluntarily stay behind to hold back the mobs long enough for you to get away was actually an act of heroism. I mean, like you, you, you're like, welcome back, you. I swear. And then you, you would leave, and you know he would, you would run back with him because he had to do his corpse run or whatever. And then, um, you, you would go to help find his body because this man. Deserves your respect. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it, dude. Shit. I think the thing I, I hated the most terrible. most about Final Fantasy XI was that you had to literally like do the slash check on your target before you engage every single target. I'm not. You can't just la 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 killing bunnies. Blah blah blah. You have to check the bunnies because one of them might be the Lord of all bunnies and fucking kill you. Ryan and I did that. Well, we didn't do that, but we, we were we were privy to that in Ashron's call because shit leveled in Ashron's call. So like if if uh, a say let's say like a, a character or a, an NPC monster killed a player, he would gain experience based Ooh. on that player. So then what these guys were doing is they they would we went to the lobby area and they were like 90s plus and uh, they would strip off all their equipment and then get killed by a level one bunny. They power level this bunny to level 255. Holy shit. And so, like, it was, like, right outside the academy where, like, you make a character and then you run outside and then you're, that's where that bunny was. And so, like, people would come out and they would hit that bunny with, like, a stick and it would instantly fucking kill him. <laughs> I mean, like, it was amazing. They come out they're, they're like, bam, dead, bam, dead. I mean, just not, I was, I was spellbound. It, like, it was funny because, like, there was, like, the bunny, 
and then like there are all these bodies. And <laughs> I, I was kind of like, you think that someone would kind of like put it together? Look you at know, the bones. Like, <laughs> Look at the bones. <laughs> it's the second rabbit of Kyle Banner. It was fucking horrible, and it was so funny too because like you'd see these assholes just kind of like come out and they they were like they have a little knife and like he stick dead. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> tears. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, that shit pissed me off, especially the whole deleveling part. Like, oh, I died to a fucking bunny, and now I go down a level. Fuck. <laughs> I I think like I loved EverQuest because of the diversity that it that it offered as um, but as you know, customization for your character, and then your interaction with the world was dependent on your factions. And how you were perceived based on not only the way that your fact on on the faction level that you had, mm-hmm. but also on the kind of character that you were, and what you believed in weighed very heavily on how people would perceive or treat you. Really? So, like, I so like let's so example. Ryan was a bard, and Ryan was I think Ryan was a bard for Prexus. Prexus is the ocean god. Literally everyone liked Ryan because he sings some fancy tunes. You know, I mean, like, you know, his fingers move like magic. It was wonderful. He was a magic man. Made me do magic dance moves. <laughs> but like, so that, but then I played, I played a necromancer, a human necromancer that worshipped the god of hate, and literally fucking everyone hated me. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. I had to be invisible. All the time, and I would have to like hide in a corner far enough away from somebody to like come out of invisibility, you know, do the con so like to check and to see whether or not they would murder me, and then go back invisible if they were going to. So like I literally, I was I was basically Jer because I had to be a vampire and like just like you know go through places and try not to get killed. The 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 thing that fucking sucks is that because of the way that the lore works, depending on where you are, as days and nights changed characters weren't always in the same place and some characters would would wander between zones i was in a zone where like there was predominantly neutral characters and i was buying and selling because i'm finally in a place where i'm not going to get murdered i feel more or less comfortable and then here comes this fucking wandering paladin uh he was a justicar for um uh god damn it what was his name anyway uh one of the he was a god of justice just wanders through and i'm literally going through my inventory bam dead and I was like, what, ju- what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and so I get murdered by his paladin, just random. And like, if you went into an inn, the inn, the, the people from the inn would literally the spit at you and say, I don't sell a necromancer scum. And they kicked me out. <laughs> and then I went to I went to the city of the necromancers, but they're all fucking dark elves that they don't like humans. So nobody would sell to me. And then I, so then I was like, I'll go to the trolls and the ogres because, you know, Nathaniel Mara, that was it. Thank you. Like, I'm like, I'll go to the trolls or the ogres because I'll be like, they're all into worshiping the god of hate. No, they'll fucking eat me because I'm a goddamn human. Of course. I don't, I'm like, so nobody fucking likes me except for I ended up in the sewers underneath Freeport because that's where the necromancer clan had to run to. You chose poorly. No, it was actually a great experience. Yeah. I had to literally break in every time I needed to use the boat. I had to sneak on board and then hide in the hold. Because that was the only place where guards didn't go, and I could be uninvisible. The thing that sucked about being in the hold is the possibility of falling through the bottom. <laughs> oh, 
Switching. Surprise! My as a caster, my swimming skills weren't really that great. <laughs> that's funny. See, that's like when I first started playing WoW, and I, you know, you die in WoW sometimes, but it's no big fucking deal. <laughs> like anytime you die in WoW, it's like oh, gotta run back to my body. Oh, my equipment hurt is is hurt a little bit. No, no big, no big. I mean, let's make some gold. <laughs> like you're dying. <sighs> it's so pleasant to die in WoW. <laughs> when I died in WoW, and there was basically like no consequence, I was so pumped because, like in EverQuest, the consequences for dying were so fucking dire. Beyond the fact that you lost your, uh, you lost that experience, you also had to try to go get your body. Yeah. So I mean, there's a possibility that you would lose your shit forever, and. uh in the case of like whenever I was on Ryan's plague shark on deck, sometimes the boat would bug out and a plague shark would just like hang out in deck. But you couldn't cast while you were on the ship because they didn't want you to murder each other while you're on the ship in case somebody's you know being evil. Um, so you couldn't defend yourself. This plague shark flop around on deck and just fucking murder everyone. Um, and uh, I remember one time I was in I was in the uh, I was in the ocean of tears and I'm on the ship. And for whatever reason, there are in the water. This isn't one of those MMOs where there's nothing in the water, which would have been fucking pretty kind of cool because mm -hmm. now that game is the reason why I have issues going in the water. Um, I was on the ship and then all of a sudden a sea cyclops came up on top. Whoop, you know, bugged out just like the plague shark. Homie's on deck swinging. I mean, like this poor, this poor druid sitting there reading a book. Boom, motherfucker, you're dead. I jumped overboard because what else was I going to do? I'm, this guy's going to kill me. I have a possibility of swimming to an island I can see, and I might be able to be fine. Turns out there's a creature called Fatadar. And um, let's just say, like, you know, let's see. Uh, let's just say, like, the ocean is this long. Uh -huh. the, the zone is this long. It takes it takes you quite a while to get from point A to point B. Sure. And uh, uh, I was about halfway through, and uh, Fatadar was kind of doing his rounds. I didn't know that, as I didn't know he was a thing. Mm -hmm. And the the lighting in EverQuest, the lighting in EverQuest is kind of crap. So like you know, sometimes like you wouldn't light the entire thing in front of you because it was old game. Fadedar mm -hmm. um, is fucking enormous. He could easily swallow the boat. Fadedar is about let's see, he's about this much of the ocean. Holy shit! I jumped in the water. I jumped in the water and I turned around and he's a, basically a giant anglerfish and I saw the light and it only got like a portion of his face and I literally screamed like a bitch. <laughs> he killed me instantly and I fucking lost my mind. I I spent so much money because I had an ability called corpse uh, summon corpse mm. and it but it cost like a shitload of money. I I had to beg all my friends to give me money because I wouldn't go back in the water. I was gonna lose all my stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I couldn't. I was terrified. That's funny. They had, they had gods in that game that had fucking ridiculous skills. Like in in WoW, there are mechanics to a boss fight where like you avoid shit and then like you know everybody can if you do everything right you can walk away from a boss fight just fine. Okay. In in EverQuest, there was no raid limit size. It was just however many people would go. So like you could there there are times where you could have like over just like a hundred plus people go into your raid, but you needed that many people because let's just say like you went to go fight Kazakh Thule. He had an ability called Shout. You go in the zone. He shouts your name. You die instantly. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your equipment is. Your resistance has no bearing on this. He'll shout your name. Deus, dead. Baronet, dead. Hegel, dead. I mean, like, he, he does it that fast. Just one after another.
killing people. And, and like you have to run across the zone, fighting stuff on the way to get to him while he's basically bombarding you the entire way. That sounds and fun. You, I mean, you so that's where like um, the clerics had what's called a click stick, where like it was a permanent no no regent required res uh, that didn't cost any mana or anything, and it gave you ninety percent of your experience back. And like there was just like a whole fleet of clerics that would show up with those things, and like someone would die, res, someone would die, res, and you had to do that like the whole way up. Wow. And then you get to the boss, and then he has other abilities like his 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 plague shit the fact that he can one shot a tank so like if you taunt as a tank you're pretty much dead i mean you're like taunt ah, fight me boom and he does and he brings it and you're gone <laughs> that man went to jesus <laughs> I mean, he put your dick in the dirt so hard that you started sprouting flowers you know what i'm saying i mean he also looked like a big pile of shit so yeah <laughs> <laughs> look i'm sorry that's you, you pick literally two topics back to back i could talk about for hours <laughs> <clears throat> so Final Fantasy <laughs> 12 and 13 I didn't even touch but 14 14 was good 14 was really good 14 is the MMO yeah yeah okay I, I actually I like it I found I got kind of bored with it after a while though because I I don't know like it's another MMO I I don't know why I don't know why that one and not WoW. Because you're pretty you know well I mean? invested in WoW. I get that. Like Final Fantasy fourteen, it's a whole new story. So it's not like oh you can pick up from the last thirteen Final Fantasies and move on with the story. That's that's one of the bad things about Final Fantasy. It's good and bad pros and cons on the on the Final Fantasy is that it's a whole new story every time. None of them are linked together. Mm -hmm. So. You pick it up, and you're like, oh, this is, let's start from scratch. But WoW, on the other hand, is <clears throat> been going on for over a decade now. Yeah. I, I, I like, I liked Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I don't know, I, I think that it was because of the pacing of the combat. I just didn't, I it always felt like it was just like, a, it wasn't as responsive. Mm. And that's one of the things I like about WoW, is that like, it feels like it's extremely responsive anytime that you do anything. It like, reacts. Or like in in Final Fantasy and uh, and Lord of the Rings Online, it feels like there's like a hint of a delay, which makes sense because like you know your character can't instantaneously move. Right. But like in WoW, they do that anyway. But in and you know realistically, that's one of the things I I actually really do like about um, Lord of the Rings Online is that whenever you use a skill, you know you go for a jab and then you use a special. He isn't gonna go pop pop and then just do it immediately after. He'll like he'll he'll hit you with the jab and then he'll come back with another hit or whatever. Right. Like it kind of goes with like the way that your character would move if he was realistically doing something. Versus wow, where like you know, you went with you know like an overpower at this hand and then at the same time like you hit him with mortal strike. I mean like you you don't you don't do that. Right. That doesn't happen. So I mean I I like that, but the rest of the animations the Lord of the Rings Online made it difficult for me to play. Even though I love the game passionately, because Turbine build worlds unbelievably well, I fucking love that game. But I'm, you know, also a giant Lord of the Rings nerd. Yeah. Let's not go on to that topic. We'll save that for another one. I, I, I I'm straying. I'm, I'm, I'm walking away from it. Good call. That'll be next. That'll be next week. We can go. Yeah, we'll talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll talk about MMOs again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. 
It's been a good run. We, uh, man. We weren't even uh, reaching this time. It was, it was just, it was just good, you know? Yeah. Well, we're video game nerds, nerd. <coughs> You're the nerd. Well, listen. Thank y'all for uh, watching. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate you. Um, sorry we didn't do one last week, but, you know, it happens. We played Hots instead. <laughs> you could have watched the stream. Uh, that being said, uh, we'll be probably doing another one next week. Uh, we'll be, we're keeping up with the Vampire the Masquerade thing too, by the way. If, if you want to get in on that, it's, it's hilarious. Um, but if it's not your bag, whatever, you get it. Um, so, like, rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and all that good thing that all the YouTubers say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And until next time, we will see you later. What? Bye. Guys, guys, he probably thinks I'm gonna sing. He probably thinks I'm gonna sing the song. But I'm not gonna sing the song. <laughs>